already episode 38 and by the way for those of you who are new here my name is Pedro Bullianes do you know that you have a purpose in this channel we declare I have a purpose thank you for all of you who have subscribed to my YouTube channel for those of you who haven't yet subscribed please click on the subscribe button and hit the notification bell for you to be updated with our new videos and guess what you could be also be a part of my channel by just clicking on the join button and be a member of my channel with exclusive perks but this very time we will be talking about the topic no other gospel and i'm so blessed today because i have here a good friend of mine uh, at the team and uh, i will give this time for her right now to tell us something about herself and uh, what's keeping her busy this day so take it away at Okay, thank you. Thank you again. Uh, thank you Peter for inviting me here sa, sa in your uh, channel. <laughs> I'm so privileged to be here. And by the way, I am Christine Hope Bonilla. I I'm already 35 years old. <laughs> Do I have to say my age? Okay. And I'm here in Cebu now. Uh, in Cebu City, working as a music teacher here in Emmanuel Bible School College, where God has called me. So, good evening, everyone. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you very much um, for just uh, being here at the team, and uh, it's a privilege and honor to have you. But anyway, you know, speaking of Cebu, all right, you're there in Cebu. And for those of you guys who didn't know it, Cebu is one of the places here in the Philippines that's got like the longest lockdown ever. So, uh, Atitin, could you tell us like, how did you cope up with that, you know, with that situation there in Cebu? And how did the, this COVID uh, maybe taught you a lot of stuff maybe? And uh, yeah, how did it affect you personally and uh, when it comes to what you're doing? Yeah. Okay, so first of all, during the lockdown, what keeps us uh, going like to to avoid being so bored because we cannot go out of the campus. <laughs> so what we do to combat the the bored feelings like that, we we do gardening. That was the first time <laughs> that was the first time that I did uh, gardening uh, on our backyard. So we planted some vegetables and some flowers that and also uh, what the things that I realized during that time is the importance of health that the immune system because I am not usually taking any vitamins or whatever because I I believe I'm always strong but then because of that pandemic I realized that anybody anybody can be uh, can be affected by that uh, virus so it's better that your body is prepared and your your immune system is not low because if ever that you are that you contracted the virus so you can fight your body can fight it and then also the importance of hygiene before uh, putting some alcohol or whatever uh, sanitizer we just uh, take it for granted but but because of that we realize that oh uh, so this is just uh, one of the ways that we can combat the virus. So I said before, these are just simple things that we do. Sometimes we don't do, but during that time, uh, we I, I saw the importance of that. And also, there is a lot of things that uh, God is telling me because before the pandemic came, I always complained to God that Lord, I don't have time anymore because I'm so busy. <laughs> I don't have time to to do my devotional. When when am I going to be to have more time for you? And then the lockdown came, and it's just as if that uh, God told me that here here it is now. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> I'm here. Where are you? You have all the time to come to me. So that's one. That's some of the things that I realized during the lockdown. Yeah, and um, thank you for really sharing that, Atikin, and. Um... Maybe you guys could really relate to this and you could just put it there in the comment section. How did COVID really affected you and what was the effect on that on, on even in your life, in your Christian walk? And uh, moving forward to our discussion at the teen, and you know, uh, this is a very timely message also. We're going to be talking about the topic, 
no other gospel. Before we write, we read the word of God. Um, when you heard uh, or when you hear this term, no other gospel, what comes to mind, or maybe or there experiences that you could relate with this one, or what what just like the initial like thoughts that you have when you hear the word no other gospel. Okay, first of all, um, the if I hear gospel. Of course, uh, we know that the gospel refers to um, Jesus, Jesus who came, who came on earth and he died. He was buried, and after that, he was uh, resurrected. No, and but yes, that is the, the the good news, the gospel. But uh, also, there are other specific things that are uh, enclosed, or it it, it is associated with that spell. And here, I think that is one of the things that we're going to talk about, to tackle about tonight. Yeah, and I'm so excited because you know what, knowing Aditin here, um, if you are following her timeline and all of that, she has also been sharing a lot of stuff, not just that singing songs too. So maybe later, um, she would, I will give her time later to uh, also like um, promote his, her social media accounts and uh, yeah, you, you could really um, learn from her too. Anyway, let's go straight to the Word of God right now. And we'll be reading from Galatians chapter 1. All right. Verse 6 to 9. All right. So, yeah, that's, there's the, the theme there. We, we just really got it from the Bible. It says, verse 6, I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of Christ and then turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse. As we have already said, so now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel other than what you accepted, let them be under God's curse. May the Lord bless the reading of his word here. First things foremost here, the concern of Paul to the Galatians here, he said here, I am astonished that you are quickly, wow, this is a great term, quickly deserting the one who called you to live in the grace of God and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. When you talk about quickly deserting, uh, Atitin, maybe you have any insight about this. Like The story here is like people are, because of like the influence in, in the environment, they quickly desert on knowing the Christ that they really knew. And they are like... Uh, having this um, uh, understanding of a different gospel. So maybe do you have any insight with this or what are your thoughts about this? Okay, so, yes, yeah, so before we proceed to the heart of the topic, <laughs> okay, I would just like to have to give a little um, background why Paul wrote this because uh, these were the churches where Paul went to in his uh, first missionary journeys and we all know that Paul was sent to the Gentiles to preach the gospel right uh, the crucified Christ that they should believe in Jesus who was crucified for their sins who was raised from the dead and by virtue of their faith in Christ they will be uh, justified they will be saved or they could be counted as righteous so the Galatians already heard about this gospel and uh, there are some group uh, which, which we can consider false uh, teachers of the law or false teachers who are insisting their own um, so-called gospel. <laughs> like that. So the, what they're insisting is that um, they could be justified by works of the law. So it means that they are imposing some of their laws like... Uh, 
uh, some of the laws are like uh, ones written in the mosaic law, like their civil laws, um, ceremonial laws, their dietary laws. Uh, there are a lot of laws, even the 613 rules uh, written by the scribes. And one uh, in this passage in the Galatians, uh, this story here is about this. Uh, there is two parties here, the circumcision party, which is the Jews and the Gentile Christians. Who are also uh, who also believe in the gospel uh, brought by Paul to them. So these Gentiles who are already uh, believers of Christ uh, were insisted, or they were forced by this circumcision party or the Jews, which gone extreme, to to undergo circumcision also as required by the law, the ritual laws or the mosaic law to in order for them to be justified or to be saved or to be to be counted as righteous but this is not this is not the gospel paul said so paul was so uh paul was uh astonished he said here i am astonished i i am surprised if in our turn you can say really or i can't believe that you that you easily deserted or you easily uh, debunk or <laughs> put aside the, the true gospel and insisting to replace the true gospel with this no gospel at all because because uh what paul wants here is just the simple truth which is what is the simple truth so this is just um justification by grace through faith because paul was uh, trying to say here that you cannot have you cannot be justified by works of by works of the law because even if you break one law you already have broken the whole law so how can you how can you fulfill all of that and you and be justified how can you be justified that is impossible that is what paul said so paul was trying to remind them once again that justification is by grace through faith in jesus christ so that is the only gospel because aside from uh, the grace of god uh, which gives us uh, enablement to do uh, to do what is good, to do what is right, and we will be justified by virtue of our faith to Christ, who gives who gives us the grace to do what is right. <laughs> so, uh, uh, further, let's go to that uh, more later. So, did wow. I answer your question? <laughs> That's really great. I'm telling you here, Adeline is so prepared and I'm so excited also for what her insights are with what we are uh, talking about here. Yeah, but you know, um, I know Adeline, you could relate with this, uh, being a leader, being a part of a ministry that you, uh, maybe you have like um, people that you really um, help to grow in their life with Christ. So don't get uh, Paul wrong here uh, for those of you listening. The reason why Paul is like really this kind of, he's having this great um, concern with the people because first and foremost, he really loved this Galatian church. And you know, the, the Bible says when you love someone, you an open rebuke is better than hidden love. And uh, you know, you could just say like straight in them because this is, they have also a relationship with, Paul has already have a relationship with this church, and uh, don't don't get us wrong. Even for those of you who are watching right now, maybe you're telling me, "Oh no, this is really like a hard kind of teaching." No, we're just reading from the Bible. We're just like for Atitin there, she was telling us the background of it, which is really great. And um, you could always relate to this, even when you're a parent, when you're a, a pastor, when you're a minister, and you've got something that you wanted to correct with people that really. Uh, is what's happening here it's kind of like that situation but moving forward Aditin, um all right shout out to tactical online gaming he's from the states hi sir henry uh, thank you very much for joining us this day and for those of you guys who are also in the chat feel free to comment for a free shout out and you could also like comment if you have any prayer requests there and we will pray later on but here's the thing you live in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel, which is really no gospel at all. Here's the second problem here. Evidently, wow, some people are throwing you into confusion 
Let, let's just go here. Some people are throwing you into confusion. What can you say about this, uh, Aki King? Because I know you could truly relate to this, especially in our times, you know. COVID is here. Um, we've got opportunities to just be online. And um, there's lots of people like sharing different gospels there. And if we will not be careful with it, maybe um, we will be like um, having this different mindset of what the true gospel is all about so i know you've got something there but uh just for everybody please go back always to the word of god that's really the, the main thing i know people have quotes you know people have like sayings that's really great but we have to come back to the word of god and uh, at i know she has got something here to share to us with it uh with that note Yes, about the other gospel. Okay. Uh, so, um, let's go back to the topic. <laughs> okay. So, as I said uh, earlier, Paul was trying to, to remind them of uh, the simple truth. Just the simple truth. So, Paul was saying that new covenant is simple, which Christ brought after his death and resurrection. And people do not need to become uh, Jews like us here. For example, uh, we don't need to become Jews. We are already saved, right? By virtue of our faith, by the grace of God, through the grace of God, uh, by the grace of God, through faith, I mean. So we are already saved. So if we are, all, if we, we are uh, taught to become like the Jews or follow the, the, the rituals or traditions of the Jews in order to be considered uh, righteous, then the death of Christ uh, means nothing, right? It was, it was said by Paul here in Galatians 3.21, I do not set aside the grace of God, for if righteousness could be gained through the law, Christ died for nothing. So if we, if we follow those laws, those many laws, then what about Christ's death? <laughs> uh, it means uh, nothing because uh, if we are being justified by the law and we set aside the grace of God. So that, is, that, that cannot be. So yeah, people do not need to become Jews or to follow the outward ceremonies of the Mosaic law in order to be Christians. Because, uh, why? Bucket. So because to require these things denies the heart of the gospel, which is justification by faith. We are still brought back to justification. And um, what uh, amazes me here is that uh, the, the difference of obedience to law or transformed heart, that is really... Um, that is just the two options here. Either you obey the law, obedience to the law, or transformed heart. So which is better? Transformed heart attitude and intention. But I do not say, just like Jesus, I do not say that you totally forget what the law because what the law says because the law makes us aware of our sins. The law makes us aware that we are sinful. But we should not uh, we should not uh, be bounded by the law and we, we should not be uh, living like uh, uh, living like uh, all of this we would follow because that is impossible we cannot do that so God uh, God already brought us grace and what I would want to share really here is the word grace because grace is God's enablement but if you look on the if you look on the dictionary you could see that grace is unmerited divine assistance, divine assistance given to human for the regeneration or sanctification. So what caught my attention here is uh, God's divine assistance given to humans, so there is God and human, for the regeneration or sanctification. So the word regeneration is impossible for all humans without Christ's enablement because we cannot do that. We cannot live a sinless life. We cannot live holy because by nature we are sinful. So we need regeneration of the heart. And I realized uh, this, I also taught this during one of my classes that I realized when I look at, uh, uh, when I research about the word regeneration, uh, we heard this 
a medical term, rhitis is a medical term, uh, regeneration of the heart. Uh, there is an uh, operation in the heart because of um, there is something that there is a scarring inside the heart that, that is causing the, the, the blood not to flow um, consistently. So, uh, or directly. And so you need to operate that. But we, I saw during the research that um, that is why God told us that we need to have a regenerated heart. We need to have a regeneration of the heart because I saw that uh, a mice or a neonatal mice, uh, when during their birth and uh, months after their birth, their heart uh, experienced scarring, and but they self-regenerate. And so they survive. But an adult mice does not does not uh, regenerate their own heart if there is scarring. And same is true with human babies. Human babies during birth, they suffer a lot of uh, scarring or a lot of um, uh, like heart, like uh, in our term, like it is heart attack for the older people. But the babies have the capacity to regenerate they're, they're to regenerate and so they survive uh, a lot of scarring during birth or one week after one week uh, after they were given birth so that is why uh, i realized that regeneration is very important and god said to us that we must have that regeneration of the heart because um being uh, being born again or rebirth that is rebirth regeneration that is only when we can have a fresh start with God and that is only when uh, uh, like a child we, we follow uh, all the all of the children really follow innocently right so we are like a child with a regenerated heart and if we are like a child with a regenerated heart we follow Christ's will without any question so this is grace so grace is unmerited divine assistance given to humans for regeneration or sanctification and this is regeneration is impossible without the grace of god that is that is connected here in the justification because justification means a uh, justification is by grace through faith so we cannot do that without the help of uh, without god's enablement and without our faith in him wow <laughs> i think I said that. wow you know what um i'm just really listening here and uh, <laughs> I really am learning a lot too. So yeah, it's it's kind of like um, the argument between the law and the grace. And uh, so those of you guys who's watching this, and if it's this, if this is giving a, a new new um, like understanding of the word of God, just uh, hit the like button there, and you can always share this with others. But anyway, let's go back to the verse that we were reading. Uh, I know Aditin is just halfway there with her notes and. Yeah, I'm so excited. But anyway, here's it. Here, here, continue said. Evidently, some people are throwing you into confusion, and are trying to pervert the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach a gospel other than the one we preach to you, let them be under God's curse, as we have already said. So now I say again, if anybody is preaching to you a gospel. Other than what you accepted, let them be under a curse. This is some kind of like a very hard um, statement of Paul here. But it's really giving emphasis to the word of God that there's no other gospel. There's no true gospel. Like what Aditin is explaining here, about to explain more. You have to listen to this. We have to listen to this. Because... Um, What's the guarantee that even us, maybe we grew up in a Christian home, we are doing a lot of religious stuff already, but if we don't know the real gospel, it could lead us to a different path in life. So Aditin, here's the thing. I know you've prepared a lot there. This is just what will I going to do. I want you to just do it there. Take your time. And we will all be listening to you. I don't want it to cut you there because I'm seeing your momentum there. And yeah, here we go. Guys, you have to listen to Aditin here. And Aditin, just take it away. Take your time. And we will be listening. Okay. 
Okay, so I will just um, okay. I will just focus on okay. So first of all, I would uh, I would like to go back there on the issue of, on the issue of um, justification by faith because this is really what is all about here in Galatians chapter one verse six to nine that Paul was Paul was really astonished that he can't believe that how come that before I left you I already told you about this gospel about the true gospel and then after just a little while that I leave uh, all of you there and a group of visiting a group of visiting teachers of the law they consider themselves teachers of the law have uh, told you about another gospel and you so and you easily forget the true gospel so paul discussed all of this in the first to first and second chapter of the galatians of galatians of the book of galatians and later on uh, he emphasizes the specific things here on chapter 3 which he said oh foolish galatians who has bewitched you see the term that paul used is bewitched it's just like they were uh who has hypnotized you or who has uh, cast spells on you that you easily forget this this gospel which is just simple the gospel uh the justification gospel is just simple it is by grace through faith okay so um Okay, so you are so quickly deserting, said Paul. And he said here that, um, I, um, I would like to learn just one thing, he said for you. Did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by believing what you have heard? Are you so foolish? So Paul was really so angry here because he said, because if they would, if they embrace that uh, new gospel, which is no gospel at all, if they embrace that, that, oh, we, we would live uh, according to the law and not by this uh, justification by faith, <laughs> okay, but justification uh, by grace through faith. If they embrace that, and uh, Paul said, I would just like to learn one thing. Uh, did you receive the Spirit by the works of the law? Because after Jesus was resurrected, right, he poured out the Spirit on us. So uh, Paul was asking them, did you receive the Spirit by works of the law? Of course not, right? So, or by believing what you have heard. So Paul was, um, uh, was reminding them that we did not receive the Spirit by the works of the law or by fulfilling the law, but by, but by believing what we have heard, by believing what Jesus had, has taught, right? Because even, even when Jesus was alive, uh, we, we, when Jesus was not yet was not yet ascended into heaven, they they saw, right? So they saw that that everything, or they saw and heard, but everything, uh, everything that Jesus said, including uh, how Jesus um, did not follow, because Jesus did not follow a lot of laws when he was alive, right? Uh, for example, he did not follow the civil law. Um, the civil law, like for example, it includes the the crime or the specifying crimes, punishments, uh, rules, more rules about uh, when someone is caught uh, on the act of adultery, for example, in John. So, according to the law, if you really follow the law, they will you will be stoned to death, right? And Jesus did not did not uh, obey that law. So, does it make the does it uh, does it means that Jesus is a lawbreaker? No. Okay, so because Jesus was showing the, the grace to them, was extending grace to them. And so uh, one of the laws that Jesus did not obey was the civil law. And another law that Jesus did not uh, obey, which is very strict in the Jewish law, uh, under the Mosaic law, one of that is um, the Sabbath law, right? The importance of the Sabbath that you should not, you should not do or you should not work. But Jesus was healing the sick during the Sabbath. And that is another law that Jesus did not uh, obey or Jesus did not do. So 
there are a lot of laws that Jesus did not do because God is showing, Jesus is showing to us that uh, you cannot do all of this. This is impossible. I will fulfill all of this law. I will do all of this law. I will, I will be the one to take all the burdens of this law. And all you have to do, the single thing you have to do, the only thing that you have to know to do is just to believe in me. So it's just like Jesus was saying that I am making things easier here for you because I know this is impossible for you as humans without my enablement, without God's enablement, without my grace. So here I am. I will be I will be like a sin for the whole world. I will all the sins will be poured out on me. All you have to do but Jesus obeyed also he obeyed also uh, all the law, but those laws that are not that, that are um, Jesus did not abolish the moral and ethical law that had been uh, in effect from the time of Moses, but he affirmed and expanded upon those principles. He affirmed and expanded. So he did not say, I do not say that Jesus was telling us that we would not obey the law, but God is saying that there is a much greater than this law, love. Love is much greater than this law. Grace is much greater than this law. And I will do all of these things. All you have to do is simple. Believe in me. Just believe in me. Because by virtue of your faith, even uh, even um, uh, Abraham, even Abraham believed God and it was credited unto him as righteousness. So we also must believe in him, right? Who fulfilled all the laws for us. <laughs> wow um that was really well explained there and uh, <laughs> all right i just really wanted to um just uh say hi to all of those who are watching right now and if you have any specific questions comments just put it there and we would uh just really read it but i i could truly say uh, in the passage that we were reading Aditin here that Paul is really um, serious in giving emphasis to the gospel of Christ. And uh, if you could read on the next verses, um, he was telling about his um, uh, conversion there. But just looking at this passage right now that we are talking about, it's really uh, a warning for everybody, yeah. especially for us uh, in these times. First and foremost here, we need not to, to quickly desert, all right? Not, not quickly desert on the Word of God. Uh, and we don't have to, like, let other people confuse us. And we have also to discern if somebody is already perverting the gospel of Christ. So that's kind of like the three things that I've seen here. Um, speaking about deserting, quickly deserting, especially, uh, you know, um, the thing that we have, like being a Filipino, we are very hospitable. We are open to everything and all of that. But please, um, this is kind of like a warning for us, not necessarily that it's in HD form, the pastor speaking there, or the preacher is really like having a great uh, word of influence there that we would stick to it. We really need to filter it out through the word of God and under love and under grace. And Aditin, I would uh, maybe ask you, were there times also in your life, like uh, maybe, you know, of somebody or maybe personally that you got this um, you know, feeling that, oh no, what this person is speaking is really not in the gospel of God. And what did you do about it? You know, for example, like maybe they, they speak of grace in a different manner because as we all know, people, I had this episode, uh, Real Grace. People thought of grace that kind of like leads all the people to just licentious sinning. What do I mean? Oh, no, you know what? I'm just going to have sin today. Ask for forgiveness. Ask for the grace of God for this day. And tomorrow, I'm just going to do the sin again. Ask for the grace of God and just keep on mm -hmm. sinning. So what did you do about it, like with your personal experience or anything that you want to, to add on that, like speaking on the grace of God and just 
really clean on the word of God. Mm-hmm. So, uh, if I'm going to think about uh, that someone that I that I that I rebuke, I cannot I cannot remember it some, somehow right now right now I cannot remember. But maybe give, given some uh, a minute uh, a lot of time I could rethink. But uh, I always advise my friends or uh, anyone closest to me or even the person. Uh, my disciples, for example, that um, the grace of God, uh, it gives us so much freedom, right? But it does not mean that we would abuse that freedom. So I always, I, I just tell them that the grace of God uh, is, it's giving us the freedom to live uh, as a, to live as a free man, not as an not as someone who is in bondage to sin, who is in bondage of the law. That oh, I should not do this, I should not do that. No, the, you 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 cannot almost do anything because of the law. So uh, the grace of God is. I would like to read this one. Uh, the one that I. Um, this is very beautiful. So, but that is what I always tell my disciples. Like. Uh, God's grace, uh, if you sin, go to him, ask for forgiveness, because the Bible says that if you confess your sins to God, he is faithful and just to forgive you. But, but I always say but, but do not abuse that grace, because um, we are really living under the grace of God here. This is the grace period, right, until the Lord's second coming. So, but you should always try, right, you should always try to live to live because the grace of God would not would not give you that license to sin to sin and sin until na until na uh, parang wala ka nang wala ka nang ano ba yung limit but the grace of God if you receive the grace of God I, I explained to them if you receive the grace of God this would give you if you were forgiven of the sin, that is grace, right? So if you have, you are forgiven of the sin that you did, that which is so big, then what is your reaction? Of course, you would, you would be thankful. You would, you would say that, uh, yes, I would be better next time. I would do this. I would not do this. I would, I would be better next time so that um, uh, I would make uh, this person happy because he. Hindi niya na ako pinabayad ng utang ng utang ko na napakalaki for example or pinatawad niya ako sa kasalanan ko he forgave me of my sin which is really unforgivable right so it pushes you so grace pushes you to be a better person right not to become uh, more evil so that is also uh, what is uh, true to us Christians no so if ever I have a friend I tell them that uh, if you have a, if you committed a sin to God do not hesitate to come to him for forgiveness or repentance because he is faithful and just to forgive you but remember just remember that uh, do not abuse the grace of god uh, we this grace the kindness of god this grace should push us to become a better person okay and here that <laughs> the one that i copied that is beautiful <laughs> Yes. Um, speaking about that, Atitin, uh, I know you're going to add there something. The Bible really says, God has given us this grace to say no to any form of ungodliness. All right. It's really clear there. Because here's a, a, a very specific scenario. For example, if we are caught up into struggling on something, and uh, maybe it's really difficult. So instead of saying, I'm still going to do this sin or this mistake because I still have the grace of God. It's different by the saying, I have the grace of God that I will say no and not give mm-hmm. in to this sin. So maybe that's just something I have to add. But I know you've got something there. Just just read it. Okay. So, um. Obedience to the law has a great value in itself. We do not, we do not uh, neglect the law, right? Because without the law, we cannot, we cannot see that we are sinful. So obedience to the law has great value in itself. And submission to the law can be a step in the transformation of the heart also. But we are to keep our eyes on, on the price, which is to continue the race, the price which is a transformed heart. And I would just like to 
to read uh, what Dallas Willard said. He is a noted uh, Christian philosopher and theologian. He said that God wants to bring us to the point where we can do whatever we want. Not whatever we want, nga licentious sinning. But uh, think this way. Our perspective would make it uh, different. God wants to transform our hearts. That is the regeneration that I am talking a while ago. God wants to transform our hearts to the point where we will naturally want to do the right things. Right? So uh, that is the kind of freedom that I, uh, I am saying uh, by the grace of God, by God's enablement in us. So uh, he, that kind of grace uh, uh, we would push us to, to do naturally, to do naturally the right things, the godly things. Wow. Yes. That's really great. Atitane, before we go to the next part, if it's okay with you, what's the latest song? I don't want you to play. Just, just sing maybe a chorus or anything. Because you know, guys, Atitane here, she's really great in singing. All right. Just maybe a chorus of a song that could truly, like, you could say uh, that is like you really love to sing that uh, at this moment of time in your life. Just maybe the chorus or a verse in a chorus and just do it a cappella. Just, just one. I don't know. I don't know. I just, just felt like, you know what, guys? Why don't we just give a song first? Because before Aditin is going to give her like, personal testimony. Is this okay, Aditin, for you to do that? <laughs> yes, let's so do that. If you me there's there's a lot of song but uh, when you said uh, the song that i recently sing i was singing this song just to uh, i think just two days ago i don't know out of nowhere i just remember it the tune but i was singing it and i was so inspired and <laughs> i wrote it even on a paper and put it there where i can see it so it is um it is not related maybe but somehow uh, to our topic but no worries no worries even it's not related yeah. It says, um, how can I keep from singing your praise? How could I ever say enough? How amazing is your love? How can I keep from shouting your praise? Your name. I know I am loved by the King, and it makes my heart want to sing. <laughs> Wow, that's really great song. It's really great song. Do you want more, guys? No, just joking. It's not about. We're gonna. You have to follow Atitin's um, uh, uh, social media. She's really singing a lot. But anyway, Atitin, the reason why I really wanted you to sing is uh, sometimes you know, especially in this pandemic, uh, you know, we talk a lot of stuff already, and maybe some of you were saying, yeah, it's really deep and all that. But it will make sense. It will make sense that there's no other gospel, but. Sometimes, when you're just there, just sing a song, right? Just sing a song to the Lord. Just pour out your heart to Him like David says, you know, praise the Lord. Bless the Lord, oh my soul, kind of like that. Anyway, Atiti, this is the next part. It's like, I know you've shared a lot already, but we were sharing about the Bible. It's really great. And for those of you guys who's watching, and maybe you wanted to be a guest someday, just message me. <laughs> And, uh, but Aditin, the reason why I'm also like inviting people with Kamustahan with Pedro is that more than just me, my testimony, my personal like walk with God, I really wanted to let people see that there are more people that they could relate to. Maybe they couldn't relate to my story, but they could relate to you. So this is the second part, my favorite part. Aditin, just share your heart out, okay? If there's a word of God that is like really into your heart right now, you could share it. And maybe you could also share a little bit of uh, the thing that, that how did God, like, uh, how did Jesus change your life and how did you accept him? So take your time again, share whatever is in your heart. And if you could, like, just give also a testimony of how you really had that encounter with God, that would really be grateful. So, guys, if I were you, listen carefully and hopefully we could relate with Aditin's story. So take it away, Aditin. Mm -hmm. My life testimony. <laughs> okay, maybe. Mm, sometimes that is the most difficult question that uh, a pastor's kid could answer. <laughs> how how did you encounter Christ? <laughs> but of course, we encounter Christ every day, and every encounter is life changing. Okay, so but there is one um, instance in my life where 
where really all all of what I thought I was good at was really challenged and it's just like that God is saying to me that oh you are not yet perfected in this area <laughs> because I thought I was already perfect and in that area or I was already doing the right thing and somehow I have I have boasted on that which God rebuked me okay so and um, it, it is in terms of I say it is in terms of love and forgiveness yeah, because uh, one day in my life, <laughs> I was in love, okay, and then uh, I was heartbroken, okay, and so the struggle is real, and uh, there is um, there is the struggle wherein uh, you thought that, that uh, you are already perfect in love, but this love failed, and so and so God is telling me that you're not yet perfected in love, but how can you show a perfect love to that person? How can you show my love to that person? So what I did was I really, um, it's hard to, to forgive. I thought before I was really a forgiving person. <laughs> I thought I was really a forgiving person. But uh, if you, it really, it's really easier said than done. So if you are the one who experienced pain and uh, you are being betrayed, so it's very uh, <laughs> Right, it's very difficult. But to release forgiveness, I, I just saw some. Uh, I just focused on one verse, which said that if you cannot forgive uh, your brother who sinned against you, God will not forgive you too. That is the only verse that I clinged onto. Lord, I don't want that. I, I want to be forgiven by you by this by by all of my sins. But be, but for you to forgive me, I must forgive this person. So that is just simple, right? Uh, just simple to, to hear, but so difficult, too difficult to do. But also I read uh, one of the, uh, one of the, it, it was just a quote, something, it's just like a quote that uh, uh, forgiveness or Unforgiveness, I mean, unforgiveness is just like um, imprisoning yourself or putting yourself in a prison uh, oh, because of the sin that you did not commit. So I said, mm, I did not commit a sin or, or I was not the one who betrayed and why do, I, why do I need to suffer as though I am? I am the betrayer. <laughs> Like that. So I said, I want to be free from this because unforgiveness would, would imprison you in that as in that prison cell of um, the unforgiveness is the prison cell. So uh, you have to decide within yourself to forgive really that person. And so I, be, uh, by in the middle of pain and and struggle to forgive, while while I was uh, crying, I was crying and at, at the same time uh, pouring water on my head <laughs> so that I would not have a uh, red eye after. So. But I felt, I said that Lord, I forgive this person, bless this person, give him give him a right heart to love to love you with uh, give him uh, a matured spiritual life so that he could serve you more, he could serve you better. And then as I was as I was saying all the good things, all the blessings, I was just blessing him. Uh, there is a tear that fell in my um, eyes that is not. That is not, uh, I know that is not the, from the water that I am pouring, but it is the tears of, the tears of joy that I, after all, I said, Lord, this is not me. This is not my strength. This is not my strength that I could forgive someone uh, uh, so, so uh, deep from my heart. So this is your strength. This is not me. This is your strength. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I was just thanking you. And that was the, I think that was the most, um, that was the turning point of my life where, I I realize and I've seen uh, how uh, the love of God, the grace of God, and the forgiveness of God because of that. And every time that I see people, I see people hurting. I could relate to them or I could understand them. Unlike before that, before I was uh, before that I was not yet heartbroken. <laughs> I could not relate to those people. I would say oh, you're just you're just uh, uh, OA or no. <laughs> so. So that was so rude, so hard. Okay, but because of that, I think that was the turning point that God used in order to break my own pride. Okay, to break me, and so that He could use me more for for the wounded people also. <laughs> okay, so sinabi ko ng kwento. 
<laughs> Thank you for that. By the way, guys, he's uh, here is an engineering fact. Anyway, shout out to JC Studio is saying here. Morning from Georgia, USA. Hope you're having a blessed evening. Is law is the law sin? Certainly not. On the contrary, I would not have known sin except through the law. That's that's kind of like a statement there that he has, but. Yeah, shout out to JC and Adithian, thank you for sharing that. Uh, to be honest with you guys, that was the first time I also heard that story. And if you have been heartbroken at some point in your life, come on, just raise your hand up there. I'm just joking. But yeah, speak, speaking about that, Atitin, um speaking about forgiveness, you know, uh, it's really hard to forgive at some point. But thank you for sharing that. And uh, maybe uh, all of you guys is watching right now, and some of them Atitina don't have still that relationship with Jesus. All right, if you could just say something uh, with with regards to like them accepting Jesus, and if it's okay with you, you could also lead us to pray in accepting this love, this forgiveness, and this joy from Jesus. Okay, so. Uh, good evening everyone once again <laughs> okay so i would just like to remind all of you that the lord loves you he loves you so much and he is uh, really uh, have this open hand to, to receive you even if you are uh, limping even if you are crawling your way to him uh, just come to him he he loves you so much and uh, his love for you is not dependent on what you did what you do now, there is a song that says, uh, before the, uh, the world began, you were on his mind. You were on his mind. And every tear you cry is precious in his sight. And because of his great love, he gave his only son. And everything was done. And everything was done. So you would come. So just come to the Father uh, just as you are. Just come to the Father just as you are. Um, be true. Be true to yourself. And... Because you cannot pretend before the Lord, right? He sees you in from the inside out. And so today, I would just like to 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 say a simple prayer. You can follow that uh, and and make it as your own personal prayer. Okay, this is a prayer that, which is asking for forgiveness. And after this, you can also make this as your personal prayer, even without me. You can pray this again, accepting Jesus in your heart. So. Uh, but for now, just follow, follow it, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much for your love, for your grace that you have given to me. Lord, I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. Be the Lord of my life. Forgive me from all my sins. Even when I was young, up to now, I thank you for that forgiveness. I believe and I receive this forgiveness, and I will, Lord God, I will make you the center of my life, the Lord of my heart. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. There you have it, and uh, congratulations if you have prayed a prayer with us. Welcome to the family of God, and uh, I'm telling you, you have this relationship now with God, and you could communicate with Him through prayer, and you could always okay, yeah. read the Word of God there. If you want to just download it on your smartphones, you could also see our previous episodes. We have like a lot of Bible stuff there, and uh, before we continue, Atitin, like this, there's like a uh, very interesting question here from tactical online gaming i don't know if you could know what to say here um she's just asking can we ask her about a recent declarations of the pope expanding his love to a marginalized group of people i don't know if you could like say something about that that's i think i did, i have not watched the news <laughs> yeah yeah but it's okay but to, to, for, for for me, honestly, tactical online gaming, you know, um, it's really great that the Pope is uh, expanding his love to those group of people. It's some kind of like also a uh, encouragement for us to love others. Like the Bible always says, love the Lord your God first. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. And the second thing, though, 
is love your neighbor as yourself. In our own special way, we could love others. And Atitin, I know that you could really relate to this. And uh, thank you very much for sharing your story. But anyway, before I get to pray, I know Atitin, maybe some people watching this right now, before they are very in love with Jesus. But right now, they are broken hearted. I don't know why. <laughs> maybe with personal uh, uh, personal experiences, maybe problems in the family. And some of them before were really like um, into serving God wholeheartedly. But there were like these trials in their life right now. And sad to say, their, their love for God is kind of like going to the freezer, going cold right now. And uh, some, sad to say, some of them are backsliding already. We're not throwing yeah. stones at you guys, but we're here to help. Atitin, do you have any encouragement for them? And if you could also, after you do the encouragement, let's just pray for them. I know that prayer is, God is watching us. God is uh, hearing us. God knows um, everything that we're experiencing. So if you could just give an encouragement for these people. And also maybe um, just pray after that, please. Okay. So for those who have uh, gone, who are in love with God in the past and have experienced um, coldness somehow, so what I can say is you have experienced the love of God once, right? You have experienced the uh, how much He loved you, the joy of you loving Him and Him loving you, and now you have experienced this coldness, and you can see the big difference. So. Um, we have given by God the, the will, right, to choose where we want. So, but God, I assure you that God is always waiting for you. He, he will never leave you nor forsake you. And He always uh, open His wide open arms. He has His extended arms ready to accept you. He, I, you are just the key to run to Him. So you, you know, you know already this this relationship. This is the thing. This is what you want, right? I don't, I don't believe that you want this one. So uh, just come, just go back to God. Don't, don't be ashamed. Don't, don't. Uh, don't always say that, Lord, I am not worthy, I am not worthy. I have been there. No one is worthy. No one is worthy. Because the Lord came for the sinners. God came for those who are sick. We are sick. You are sick. You know that you are sick if you are if you have lost appetite of the of the word of God. If you have lost appetite to prayer, you know that you are sick. So you know that you are sick. So the Lord is is for the came for those who are sick. And come to him. Come to him. He will not, uh, the Lord said that whoever comes to me, I will never drive away. So all we have to do is to come to him with a humble heart, a teachable heart, ready to receive uh, the discipline, the rebuke, and be teachable. The Lord is teaching us so much. So maybe he could use, he could use your experience for his glory, right? But for that, I would just like to, to pray for those people who have already been uh, called in their relationship. So Lord, uh, we pray, Lord God, tonight, Lord Jesus, for those who are, uh, who once experienced your goodness, Lord God, who once experienced the, your love, Lord God, in their life, Lord God, and have gone far away, Lord God. Lord, I believe, Lord Jesus, that you are the one who is always calling them back, Lord God. You, even when Adam, Lord God, and Eve sinned, Lord God, you were the one who, who said, where are you? You are looking for them, Lord God. You are also looking for us, Lord God, if we, are, if we have gone astray, Lord God. And Lord God, it is just, it depends upon us, Lord God, if we want to go to you, Lord God, or not. But you are calling us already, Lord God. You are already waiting for us, oh God. Lord God, uh, uh, we pray, Lord God, for these people, Lord Jesus, that uh, you fill their hearts, Lord God, once again, Lord God, with, with that desire, Lord Jesus, to come, Lord God, and that... Um, Confirm in their hearts, Lord God. Make them feel, Lord God. Talk to them, Lord God, through their dreams, Lord God. Talk to them, Lord God, through the people around them, Lord God, through the situation, Lord God, surrounding them, Lord Jesus. There are a lot of ways, Lord God, that you can talk to them, Lord Jesus. Lord God, just um, 
communicate in their hearts, Lord Jesus. And Lord God, we pray, Lord God, for these people, Lord God, that if you are go if you are talking to them, Lord God, that they will not harden their hearts, Lord God, but they will surrender to you, Lord God. They will come to you, Lord God, with a humble heart, Lord God, ready to receive you, ready, Lord God, to be taught by you, Lord God, and ready, Lord God, to experience once again, Lord God, that love, Lord God, that they once enjoyed with you, Lord God. I believe, Lord Jesus, that these people love you, Lord God. These people, Lord God, uh, really desires, Lord God, for more of you, Lord God. They are thirsty for you, Lord God. Lord, and I also believe, Lord God, the thirsty people, Lord God, really wants to drink, Lord God, and you are that river of life, Lord God. And we, we believe, Lord God, that you are just the source of everything that we need, Lord God. And we have uh, we would we do not have any other option, Lord God, aside from you, Lord God, because aside from you, Lord God, we do not have a savior anymore, Lord God. So we we come to you, Father, Lord God, and Lord God, together, Lord God, with these people, Lord God, who have gone cold, Lord God, Lord, I believe, Lord God, it is not always easy, Lord God, to go back, Lord God, to to make a step, Lord God. But enable them, Lord God. Carry them, Lord God, in your arms, Lord Jesus. Thank you so much, Father. We give you back all the praises and the glory. Amen. Amen. Um, yeah, I could always remember the story of the prodigal son. I could always remember. Just go back. Because the Father yeah. is just waiting. And uh, like what you said before, I'm just going to like, okay, like, like I really love the, the chorus of the song. Like, Come to the Father. Let's let's give it a little bit of effects here. Though your gift is small, broken hearts, broken lives, He would take them all. The power of your word, the power of His blood, and everything was done. So you would come. I don't know. It's just a song there that really struck me when you were praying. And I was like, yeah. I remember those those times in my life, you know, um, when you were just praying. And there was really, like, difficult times in my life growing up in a Christian home and, uh, you know, being influenced by the world and all of that. But once I remember that song, it, it really struck me. Yeah. When I came into the church and this song was played, it's like, just come. Just come to him. It's more beautiful. Okay, you could Nothing sing that. You, you could sing that. Come on, please, let's do that. We could sing that. Some people, you might cry for this. Ah, no uh, There's nothing you can do to make him love you more. And nothing that you've done could make him close the door. Because of his great love, he gave his only son. And everything was done, wow. so you would come. Yeah. Everything was done. That, that's, that's really great to know, because like the Bible says, For God so loved mm -hmm. the world. The yeah. love, you know what kind of love was that? The love that gives, that he gave. <laughs> that's really great. When people tend to love and to just get from us, the love of God says, I'm going to give you. Accept this love because I'm going to give this love to you. And we just talk about God's love, but also Jesus himself gave not just love. He gave his life for yeah, you and for me. So I don't know. I could relate to you guys. Maybe you are facing a lot of battles, challenges in your walk with God right now. But I'm telling you, just come back. Just come back. It's never too late. Aditin is here. If you're a woman, maybe single, brokenhearted, or there's something that happened in your life, um, she's going to be giving her social media accounts later. You could connect with her. Or maybe you're a man there and you need somebody to talk to. I'm just going to be here. You could really contact us. We could really help you. But anyway, Aditin, as we end this one, I would give a salute to all those leaders that we have, you know, it's Pastor's Appreciation Month, but it's not just about the month that really means, but it's really appreciating those people who have, like, just shown to us the Word of God. Like, for example, for Atin, Pastor Dan there, my mom, you know, they are really, like, our heroes, you know. Like me growing up, I could also hear my mom praying for me every day. And I was just say, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. But it's going to happen. And we just want to salute all the leaders, all those you guys who's just doing the ministry, serving God, sharing this gospel, this true gospel. You know what? I really wanted to pray for you. And uh, I'll just give this time right now to just pray. 
And uh, I hope that God is going to bless you and your family. And then we're going to close. So, Lord, we thank you for this time. Thank you for your word today. Thank you that we could come. We could come to you as we are. We could come to you, Lord God, with all our baggages. We could come to you no matter what we are facing. Yes. And I thank you, Lord God, for those people that you've put into our lives, pastors, leaders, even um, spiritual parents, God, that you've given us, Lord God, that would lead us to the right path, leading us to your word. That you said that your word is a light unto our feet and a lamp unto our path. Lord, bless yes. them. Bless them, Lord God, even their families. Bless the works of their hands. Bless their ministries. Bless, Lord God, all those words that come out from their mouth that it would bring forth life, Lord God, to the hearers. So I even pray for Atitin right now. Thank you for her life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for her testimony to Lord God. And I just pray, God, that you said in your word, Lord, that how beautiful are the feet in the are the mountains? How beautiful in the mountains are the feet of those who brings good news. I pray that you will just uh, unlock, Lord God, nations, unlock God, uh, just more opportunities, more platforms, Lord God, for her. I know that you have called her, Lord God, for something greater. And declare, and I declare, Lord God, the, the prayer of Jabez over her life that you would bless her, bless her indeed, expand her territory. Keep her away from evil and let her not be in pain. I know that her labor on you is not in vain, God. And thank you, God, for just her life, for sharing to us. And for those of the people who's watching right now, they could even just uh, uh, type their prayer request. But I know that you would uh, just meet their in their needs uh, more than just the financial needs. You got the physical needs, spiritual needs. And mental, God, even the emotional needs, God, I pray that you would just touch them right now. And we thank you that you are a God and you are the king of our lives and you are the Lord of everything. Jesus, thank you for just dying on the cross. Thank you for being our Savior and our Lord. And Holy Spirit, thank you for guiding us each and every day. In Jesus' name. Amen. So there you have it, guys. Atitin, thank you very much. And before we end, I was just going to give a little time for Atitin to tell you guys her social media accounts. And uh, maybe you could like message her or anything that you want to, you know, consult with her. Please, if you're a woman, just do it. If you're a man, I don't know. Just maybe you could contact me with that stuff. Because, you know, we could never relate to women, you know. But Atitin, could you just tell them like, your social media accounts? Where could they contact you and all of that, please? Okay, so I can be relocated because my name in Facebook is my full name <laughs> with my initials of Christine Hope B. Bonilla. Christine Hope B. Bonilla, that is my FB account. I only use that um, social uh, account. That That's just one. I don't, I'm not using my Instagram, Instagram so much. So I'm more active on <laughs> yeah, and if you could request a song to her Facebook too, that would be really great. But anyway, thank you very much, everybody, for watching this. Uh, we have our topic, No Other Gospel. This has been episode 38 with Atitin here and uh, Pedro and Jonas. As we declare, I have a purpose. God bless everybody. Yeah, thank you. Good